reach out to the people in your circle and in your network. I think a lot of the times we think you have to get like a big name mentor and pay them a ton of money. And if you can do that from the beginning, great, good for you. But we all have something to contribute. And I think if you start to look around in your circle of people, and you don't necessarily have to tell everyone what you're doing, but you will find that a lot of the help and a lot of the things that you're struggling with, there's often one or two people that you already know that can kind of help you along your way. I see the walls before me. I feel the cages forming. Seems like the world is falling, but I keep my head up the ground. I see the world before me. I know what change is coming. I hear the world is calling, so I keep my head up the ground. We break into everything. We break into Hello and welcome to the Barrier Breakers Corner, where we shift mindsets around various topics such as family, finance, relationships, dreams and visions, and most importantly, opportunities and how to walk into them. We want to annihilate the assumption that we cannot break barriers. Let me tell you this today. There is more on the other side of you breaking that barrier that you would never know unless you do. We break into everything. Hello and welcome to the Barometer's Corner, where we step out on faith and defy the odds. I am your host, Joyce Donker. Today, we have an amazing guest. This is season five of the podcast. You already know, then we are getting into it like made up here. And I just have to bring amazing guests here who are doing bomb things out there and <laughs> just wanted to hear their stories. So just as you've been listening for the first time, I'll be hearing for the first time. So here we go. Today, our guest is Edna Aya. She's a certified nurse practitioner and also currently working as a pediatric oncology nurse. But she's also the founder of Blooms by Edna. If you'd seen my Dribble Dribble Shoot Your Shot post last year, 2021, January, it's on the blog, you can read about it. But if you see the pictures, the shirt I was wearing, she made the designs and everything. And I was just like blown away. So by the work that she did and she does other stuff as well. So I just want to say everything. Edna, please introduce yourself. <laughs> Good evening. My name is Edna. Thank you so much for having me come on today. I was so excited okay. when you reached out. That's great. That's great. So glad that you're on here and seeing all the work that you do. Do tell us, like, you're a certified nurse practitioner, but what made you go into Blooms by Edna? Well, let me just start it. So I've always been a very creative person. One of my love languages is definitely giving to others. And I've always found that I'm able to do that using this creative outlet. So I made paper flowers, I personalized gifts, I made clothes. And that's just been the way that I've always expressed love. And I'm going on four years as a pediatric oncology nurse. And it is a difficult but very rewarding field to work in. Mm -hmm. And Blooms by Edna actually started about four years ago, just about the time that I became a pediatric oncology nurse. And it started off just as me kind of wanting to do something fun and do a DIY, something for my goddaughter's birthday. Mm -hmm. And that was four years ago. And now it's become a whole business, a whole other stream of income. And it's really just become not only my creative outlet, but one of the ways that I find joy in this world. In the field that I work in, 
it can get very emotionally intense. We do unfortunately have children that pass away and there are a lot of good memories and good times and celebrations. And you definitely bond with the kids and the families. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely love being an oncology nurse. Mm-hmm. And Blooms by Edna has kind of been the balance for me. I get okay. to do something fun that lets me be creative, lets me show people how much I love them, something that I'm excited about. And it's a good balance. And I typically decorate and do things on the weekend and then I work during the week. So that oh, was wow. kind of my outlet and kind of the way that I've found that I cope with being a nurse and just in general, letting out that creative side of me. Yeah, that's so amazing. Like, I mean, I just want to know, like, how idea has this been like something you wanted to do from when you were a young age, like do the creative stuff? No. (laughs) (laughs) The one thing that's been consistent in my life has been kids. So I've always, I taught preschool. I've always babysat. I've always nannied. I just, I've always been in love with kids, always Mm -hmm. wanted to work with kids. And I actually started out wanting to be a pediatrician. Okay. So when I went to college, I went to UMBC. When I went to college, I started on the pre-med track. I was bent on becoming a pediatrician. And that plan, of course, changed along the way. But this just kind of came about. I looked up how to do a DIY balloon garland for Mm -hmm. my goddaughter's birthday. Mm -hmm. And I did that one and I thought that was it. And then people came to the party and they noticed and they were like, oh my gosh, can you do this for us? Can you do this for us? And the idea slowly developed from there. So I never thought if you'd asked me five years ago, if this is what I would be doing as one of my streams of income, I would have never called it. (laughs) Just kind of happened. It kind of fell into your lap and then I took it and ran with it. I mean, I ask that because some people will be like, I had this idea from when I was young. I really wanted to do something. I just didn't have the resources at that time. But here you are telling us that it was just you doing something for your goddaughter and you're like, and people are looking for you everywhere. And mm-hmm. this is one of the things that our barbecue company said. People will tell you what you have to do as in just keep your ears to the ground because here you are designing or decorating for, was it her birthday? You said, right? Mm-hmm. and now everyone is like, I need this person to do this for me. I need this person to do this for me. So whatever you are doing, and you did it with all your heart, because if it was just a crappy work, no one would even call you, right? Right. <laughs> right. But you put in the work, and now everybody's yeah. looking for this person. And so whoever you are out there, just whatever you love to do, you see, she found her business in doing what she loved doing, like just doing mm-hmm. and being of help to somebody. And so you being of help to somebody who will probably start your own empire, like your own business or something right. little or whatever it is, or the profession that you may end up having to go into. So like, I love that story so much because then now people are not thinking about, I have to have this yearning mm-hmm. and, and passion, but that right. it could be just a thought and I just take a step out on faith and just do it. Were you afraid when you started it as a business? going into it? I was. I was. I was. I was appropriately nervous, I would say. It's definitely, I think it's one thing when you do it for your family and you do it for your friends and they praise you and they like your work and they post your pictures. It's a whole other thing when you open up that part of yourself to the world, right? right? So you're posting on Instagram, you're posting on Facebook to advertise, to kind of share. Mm -hmm. And when I first started my page, I also didn't start my page as a business idea. The most stressful thing was coming up with a name and we were playfully in our WhatsApp group chat and one of my friends suggested it and I ran with it and blooms by Edna now. Listen. And that's kind of how it happened. But I was definitely, as I got more requests and the business started to grow, there was definitely nervousness that came along with it, right? Mm -hmm. Because you are, this isn't just you're DIYing something for somebody's 
party that mm-hmm. someone is putting their trust in you. Someone is entrusting you with their money. Somebody yeah. is trusting you with creating something unique for this event that's going to be a core memory in their lives. Mm-hmm. So there's that pressure to perform and there's <laughs> that pressure to make it perfect. But what I've found is that through all of that, I have yet to do something that somebody didn't like. Right. And it was simply because I took the idea and ran with it. Whatever mm-hmm. the budget was, whatever the theme was, whatever the colors were, I took the idea and ran with it. Mm-hmm. And I just allowed kind of my creativity to flow and pour out into it. Mm-hmm. And I always, when I go to decorate, put my best foot forward. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter if I'm sick. Doesn't matter if it was stressful. Doesn't matter if balloons blew away. The mm-hmm. U-Haul wasn't there when I got there. <laughs> right. At the right. end of the day, you promised a service to someone. And I really believe that the biggest reason that we are here and living this life is to be of service to yeah. other people. Oh. And the way that we do that for each other and with each other is completely different for people. Mm-hmm. And I hope that what people take away from this is to kind of step back a little bit from trying to find your purpose, from trying to find what you're here to do, from mm-hmm. trying to find what you're meant to do and mm-hmm. do what comes naturally to you. Do what feels good for you. Yeah. Pay attention to the things that people not necessarily compliment you on, but the things mm-hmm. that you feel good when you're doing. Mm-hmm. The things that like, one of the best things I can describe it is when you think of an idea and you start to kind of pour over it and you're kind of creating around it mm-hmm. and yeah. ideas keep coming and yeah. inspiration keeps coming. And a yeah. lot of the times we settle that down. Mm-hmm. We push that down, but that is the thing that you need to then kind of explore. Well, why does it make me feel like this? What does it feel like before, during, and after? Is mm-hmm. this something that I would do regardless of if no one ever saw it, no one ever liked it? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how you push past that fear because all of that, the culmination of all of that mm-hmm. surpasses any fear that yeah. your business or this new endeavor that you're thinking of going on could ever bring up for you. Yeah, I love this being of service thing because I was saying in my in the first episode that I recorded that I can't remember who put that video out. Let me look for it. But I just want to say this, whatever you're doing, you're not doing it just for yourself. It's for other mm-hmm. people. We just have to put, like you said, your best foot forward. Let me look for this video. I think it was, do you know Mary Mary, the sister's name? One of them? Not Tina. I, think I do it's, not. Tina, I think it's Erica. I think she posted. Yes. I think she posted that video and she was saying the trees did not do stuff for themselves. I'm just trying to look for it and see. It was one of these days. Yes, I Mm. found it. Just like rivers do not drink their own water. Trees do not eat their own fruits. The sun does not shine on itself. And flowers do not spread their fragrance for themselves. Yeah. Living for others is a rule of nature. I'm just following the video and just reading it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We are all born to help each other, no matter how difficult it is. Life is good when you're happy, but much better when others are happy because of you. Sorry, I'm just reading (laughs) what she was, the real. And I think that makes so much sense that whatever you're doing is not for yourself. Like, I really, Mm -hmm. really love this message. The rivers do not drink their own water. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, Mm -hmm. like, the river is out there. It's not drinking itself. You people go out there and take from the river. So, think of service. The trees are not just standing there for itself, throwing shade for itself. Exactly. I'm not throwing shade. Giving shade for itself. There's someone that I listen to his videos and one of the things that he says is his name is Jay Shetty and I'm sure people have seen his yeah, posts yeah, on Instagram. Yeah. But one of I read his recent book. I took away many things from the book and I've listened several times. But the thing that really stuck with me is there's a line that he says over and over in the book and it goes along the same lines. And mm-hmm. it is as people learn to stop, take a deep breath and recognize that you will plant seeds and you will plant trees in this life whose shade you will never sit under. 
and to just kind of take a moment to kind of look at your life and see what that looks like for you. Right. So the things that you were doing now, your podcast, the messages that you're putting out, these conversations that people will get to listen to, you have no idea who's going to listen and get that one word that changes everything for them, or at the very least sparks the light in them to live and enjoy this life just a little bit more than they were before. And so every time I think of that and I'm just, anytime I'm getting frustrated, I'm getting burnt out, I'm getting stressed. I just remember you were planting shade, you were planting trees whose shade you may never sit under. Sit under, yeah, that is a word. It is, it was something powerful that has sat on my my heart since I heard it. I'm having goosebumps like (laughs) all over. I think this whole whole season, every podcast (laughs) I've been recording, I was just having goosebumps. (laughs) That is such a word because sometimes you're doing stuff for people but those people might not be the people Mm -hmm. that might come and say thank you you might never even hear Mm -hmm. a thank you from them and even on social media when you start your business and you're on social media not the people that you're expecting to like or to comment may not be the ones it's other people that are going to comment so if you keep saying that oh i did this i started this business or i entered this profession and no one is coming to like my i was expecting my friend to be there sort of my family they do not not that they don't love you Mm-hmm. They love you to the fullest, but the vision is not theirs. It is yours. Right. And it's people that are in that kind of thinking or love that way of thing that you're doing, like Blooms by Edna, you realize that people that really love your decors are going to be the one following. People that are not into mm-hmm. much decoration might not really follow. Even if they do, they might right. up. If one day they go through their followers and they're like, I know I'll follow this lady, but mm, I don't, I'm not into decoration. Let me just unfollow her. They, yeah. So don't blame them when your friends or family, when they are not supported. It's other people that are going to come in your way mm-hmm. and be a blessing or, or say, thank you. I really appreciated your podcast or your decoration. I really love it. And I recommended it to another press. It might not be, even though yes, we want our friends and family to support but don't blame them if they're not into it as much as you would want them to because right. you are planting seeds and or growing trees that for people that the shade for people who are not here not gonna sit on what am I saying? Right. <laughs> <laughs> So, you're doing it for others to benefit others. Yeah, and, you're doing it for And you don't others. get to pick and choose who those others are. So you right. just put it out there and right. it, it will find its way to who it needs to find its way to. Yeah, yeah. So like if you start your business or you start something and you are going with it, like Edna was saying earlier, you get burnt out. I do get that as well. I'm like, oh my God, I'm tired. I don't mm-hmm. want to do this anymore. But you remember that it is not because of you and it's for other people as well. So you just have to keep going, just have to keep fighting. And that breakthrough that you are looking for is definitely going to come. That helper mm-hmm. that's going to come and help your business to expand or grow would come. Right. If you don't keep going, you're never going to get to that point where that breakthrough is going to come. That consistency right. is really, really important. So how did you get over your fear? <laughs> did you ever get over I'm still get getting over, over it. <laughs> I'm still getting over it. The one thing that I, I, I think is people will take it the way they want to take it. But the one thing that I always keep with me when I get afraid, when the supplier is out of stock of what I need, when I'm not finding a YouTube video to help me DIY whatever mm-hmm. it is I'm trying to create, is that God is your unlimited supplier. Somebody said that to me, I think last year, and I've never forgotten it. Wow. And as I look back on the years of my business, there has not been one situation 
where it has not been provided for, Mm -hmm. period. I cannot think of a a situation that it has not been provided for. The U-Haul wasn't available. My friend randomly called me and was like, hey, do you need help? I feel like you might need help today. And we split it into two different cars and we both drive there. There has never been anything that hasn't been provided for. And I think that had a lot to do with not necessarily overcoming the fear, but pushing through it. Right. Because when you have that backing and now you, you release control of the fact that you don't know how it's going to come, mm-hmm. right? You don't know what that resource is going to look yeah. like. You don't know who it's going to come from, where it's going to come from. Mm-hmm. That's a really important part. But just knowing that and having that internal peace about it, mm-hmm. it still takes time. I still yeah. get stressed. I still yeah. get anxious, right? Yeah. But it helps because that there is, there is someone who is always backing you, who is always watching over you. And mm-hmm. you are reminded that this would not have been given to you if you could not do it. Yeah, I like that part. Push past through the fear, past the fear. Like it's so important because I feel like you are not going to get over that fear because mm-hmm. as you grow, you're expecting to go higher, right? You're growing and with, with every growth, there's right. a stretch. So right. you're going to have bigger contracts. Imagine getting a, <laughs> imagine getting a contract from the president saying, I love your decoration. Right. <laughs> That's like, that's like <laughs> next fear to like a hundred degrees. Right. <laughs> because and the fear is there because it is important. Well, yeah. And you're yeah. like, oh my God, I have to put on my best act to mm-hmm. make this right. And I feel like the fear is always going to be there, just like you said, so mm-hmm. that you get it right. And that's so true because so if the fear is not there, you might just do it anyow. With the fear, mm-hmm. you want to do it like on point. You want to do it great. You're right. checking and rechecking and rechecking with other people to make sure that this is right. So mm-hmm. the fear kind of helps. Even though we, the Bible says God has not given us a spirit of fear, but that fear coming in helps that you, I need to put my best foot forward. I need to make sure that I'm doing this right. right. So I think that the fear kind of helps. And for me, what is even coming to my mind right now? It's like the scripture that says, from the gains, you will prosper. So the weapons will be formed, but it will not prosper. So fear is going to come, but you are going to get over mm-hmm. it. You're going to get through it because right. you put your foot forward, because you work through it and you're going to come out successful. So for me, I feel like you never really get over the fear. But like one of the things that we were learning yesterday was that a church a Bible study It was that once you have the word of God in you, when the fear comes Mm -hmm. on, you just tell the fear who you are. You just tell yourself who you are. And like you said, God has always been the provider, unlimited provider, Mm -hmm. because I remember a time when I like for me, my passion was always young people. My when you talk about kids, my sisters and I, we love kids. Mm-hmm. My <laughs> my twin sisters, they have like when they were much younger, I think even now, the kids at church would just be like, we want to go. My twin sisters are called Anna and Hannah. So mm-hmm. <laughs> because you have the little ones, they don't know how to pronounce Hannah, they say, I want to go to Anna and Anna's oh, house. <laughs> want to go to Anna and Anna's house I love it but we love love kids like my whole family we've been teaching at Sunday school like handling kids so when you were saying that I was just like "Hmm." that's why I was saying that my sister one of my sisters wants to do pediatric nursing because that she loves kids as well and for me it has always been young people kids and young people I mean youth especially and so I remember back in the day as a youth leader when we would have events and so we'd go there was was on two occasions where we were planning like a cultural show and and we needed sponsorship and we went all out looking for sponsors. It was hard to get sponsors. And somehow, somewhere on the day of the event, we were so <laughs> short of it. But by the end of the event, we had the money we needed because mm-hmm. it was a competition and the winners were going to be awarded prizes. And <laughs> 
We already put that out there. So you figured it out. We figured it out. Listen, that day, it was a struggle, but we started the event. We have been planning this for months. We started the event. We didn't have all the money we needed, but by the end of the event, we had the money we needed and we gave it out because mm-hmm. God is the provider and he's going to be there with you through it all. He just wants to see you put your faith at work. Mm-hmm. He just want to see you put your faith and you put your faith. Why did you like, why did you just push through to do it? You could have said, this is not, right. I mean, I'm not going to make a business out of this. Like this was just for fun. Mm-hmm. Like, why did you think, oh, why don't I make this into a business or make money out of it? The idea just doesn't leave you. So it doesn't leave you alone. Mm-hmm. So the request kept coming. And the clients kept coming and the praise and the appreciation kept coming. And as for the different types of equipment kept popping up on my computer, it was just something that never left you. And and you realize that you're not going crazy. This is your spirit telling you, okay, I've given you this and I'm showing you one of the ways that you could share it with other people. And if you keep it bottled up inside, Mm -hmm. it does nobody any service. It does nobody any good. And so the idea just kept coming. People just kept saying, people just kept asking. And then I also realized too, that I actually enjoyed doing it. Mm -hmm. I actually enjoyed doing it. There is, it's going to sound funny, but there is peace when you tie two latex balloons (laughs) together. It is, there is a peace (laughs) that comes from it and you look forward to the final product. Yeah. You're always learning and you're always growing and the yeah. idea just doesn't leave you and you feel unsettled. Yeah. Right. So I'm a full-time nurse. I work during the week. I love my patients. I love the families. I mean, I probably have the best career in the world, hands down. <laughs> as sad as it might get, as emotional as it might be, I mm. couldn't imagine working anywhere else. Yeah. And so with that also comes the responsibility of taking, you're taking care of these children, you're taking care of the family, the things that you're doing for them, saying to them, teaching them Mm -hmm. is going to impact their lives, which impacts the people that they run into and so on and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing with your business, right? You do everything to your fullest Yeah, is the way I like to see it. So I put an extra touch every time I do somebody's decoration. I do or bring something that they didn't ask for. And that's my little piece, my little giveaway, my little extra and above and beyond what you paid me, quote unquote, for. And it really just is the idea that you have this in you and you can give it to someone. Right. And it can be of value and of use to them. And that and if it is truly what you were put here to do, if it is truly the gift that you were given here to, if you were given to develop, it mm-hmm. does not leave you and it will not leave you alone yeah, yeah. until you start to listen. And then yeah. as you start to listen, more and more starts to pour in. Yeah, I like that. And I always say this on the podcast or even on my YouTube channel, like if you have that tug in on your heart, mm-hmm. it's not going to leave There's you. You have to go. And I've said this before, like when I said Bribrook is Corner, the first word that came to my mind before, prior to when I started, Bribrook is Corner sometimes at it back home, but because I moved to US, it was on pause, even though my, the ch- my our youth church was going in and doing, because we started with a camp. So they did like two years or three years of camp. But after that, because you are not, they are not the visionaries, they can't run with it. I am the one that mm-hmm. had the vision. So I have to go with it. And I put it on pause. I never thought I was going to pick it back up. But when God laid it on my head again, the thing that I kept seeing was just do it. Everywhere <laughs> I went, it started with a TD Jake's message called just do it. And then mm-hmm. that was January 2018. And then everywhere I went, I was just seeing people with a shirt, just do it. Yep. And then I'll share the story and I keep saying it over and over again. My sister sent me a birthday yep. gift and the gift in the box was the sneakers, just do it. And I was like, yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> we need to do it now. We need to do it. <laughs> we, we need, need to, to do it. And if anything, 
if anything, do it, pour into it, give it your all. And if it mm-hmm. doesn't work, it right. doesn't work. Right. Come on. Right. And it doesn't work is also your idea of what it doesn't work looks right. and feels like. Right. Yeah. So if you only ever did one episode and then you decided not to, but you never two people tried. listened to it and <laughs> yeah. it changed their lives. Right. Yeah. You did what you were supposed to so, do. Yeah. And so okay. do it anyway, push through the fear and yeah something i was gonna say it, i promise said, yeah when you said just the one time i was gonna say if you do it once you never really tried i mean because i feel but like yeah. you have to do like five times way to feel because anyway i mean but it's true though if you did it once and it blessed somebody's heart maybe that should be mm-hmm. a reason why you should even keep going but if you feel in your heart exactly that it's too much for you but then that would mm-hmm. be you not working out on faith but then if you feel like okay this is the only thing that god wanted to do at that moment mm-hmm. just that one episode or that one thing that time mm-hmm. maybe it's just god testing your faith and all of that maybe there's another right thing. so maybe that one time right. would be a good try but even sometimes or maybe that sometimes maybe it's the way too Mm-hmm. So like you're always learning and you're always growing, right? So maybe the one way that you tried to do it yeah. wasn't necessarily the way. So then yeah. you go back and you talk to him. You right. go back and you ask him, I did it this way. It didn't work. Yeah. Now I may not have come to you originally <laughs> and talked to you about it. <laughs> I went forward. We all do it. We do that. But you go back and you talk. You go mm-hmm. back and you talk. You go back and you talk. You refine even people who have successful businesses and have a million thousand followers yeah. and have all this money. You go back and you refine because things are constantly changing. Yeah. The fear is constantly changing. Things yeah. that I was afraid of last year, mm-hmm. I'm not afraid of this year, but yeah. there are new fears. Yeah, yeah. Year, and that, that just that comes along yeah. with growing. You never stop. And if you do, then it's time to switch gears. Yeah. So, and you just touched on something. The fear is always different because it's not the mm-hmm. same fear over and over again. No, it's mm-hmm. always a new type of fear that you're feeling because like you said, the fear, what you were afraid of last year is not the same thing right now. And it's right. always changing. So when I said earlier, the fear never goes away. It, it's not that it never goes away. It's always a different kind of fear that is coming mm-hmm. up. Something new that is coming up and you're like, I've never done this before. How do I do this? And then you're, you right. get afraid right. all of a sudden. Yeah. But it's, I, but it's necessary. And it's the question that leads you down that path. Right. So. Right. And one of the things that you said was you're learning and growing. And that's one thing I want to share with people. Like, you're always going to learn. You're always going to mm-hmm. grow no matter what. Like there are new things that you learn that you never knew. So don't think mm-hmm. like you're suddenly saying, I just don't have an idea of what it is. No, no, no. You may not have the full idea, but what you want to do and you can start somewhere. Mm-hmm. How did you go about with that? Did you have a full picture of how you wanted Brooms by Edna to be like, or you just, because you just had that one idea. I had that one idea. I did. So I did the one party and then I initially thought I was going to do, I started looking up how to make paper flowers and the big pretty ones and all the colors. So I initially started out doing that and I had fun with it, but it just wasn't quite what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And so as the request started to come in, I was like, let me just switch gears. Let me learn a little bit. Let mm-hmm. me try something new. Let me try something that I haven't done before. Mm-hmm. And the request for the paper flowers just never came. And I thought initially that, and that's why we are bloomed by Edna, because I thought it's going to be, I was going to make these just beautiful paper pieces, flowers. which I did in the beginning. And it was going to be the thing that people just came to me for. Mm-hmm. And so it ended up not being that at all. And yeah. it ended up being the original thing that I had started with. And like I said, as the request came in and as the, the pull on my heart just kept on tugging, mm-hmm. I was like, let me do this and let me do this. And you just kind of just grew from there. And it's really hard to explain. It isn't going to be some people get a sign. Some people have a very like clear picture of this is yeah. what I want to do. This is how it's going to yeah. go. This is going to work. This is yeah. how it's going to work. It isn't like that for the majority of people. Mm-hmm. And I think that 
it is unfortunately through that process is where a lot of people fall off for good reason, mm-hmm. right? It's stressful. There is, there's uncertainty. We have a really hard time as people when you can't see the full picture. We have yeah. a really hard time on working with the piece that we have. Yeah. That's something that I've really had to learn to be patient with myself for. Mm-hmm. I don't know what this business and my life is going to look like in five years. But yeah. what I do know is that this is what I have right now. This is what I've been given. And this is what I need to store it over right now. Mm-hmm. And I need to store it over it to the best of my ability. Right. Because that is all that I can see. And that is what my contribution is right now. And that mm-hmm. is what he has asked me to do right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Now, three months from now, a year from now, the president might call me. I don't know. But <laughs> everything that I'm doing right now is for the future version of you that is going to get to do something yeah. bigger and bigger and bigger. And yeah. you can only do that if you do this first. Yeah. I feel like sometimes God is just waiting on our obedience. It could be it, the thing that he mm-hmm. might ask you to start with might not look like what you're going to end up doing later, but he's just looking mm-hmm. for you to be obedient and take that step of faith to do what's next. So now you have to do that work. It look, it may not look like anything. Somebody will be like, why are you doing this? But you believe yeah. in what God said you should do and you go mm-hmm. for it and do it. And then the next thing will come and that big break that you need will come. And I think I'm going to keep saying this on, on every episode, hopefully, but I said this in February, that there's a generation fading away. And if we don't put in the work right now, five years down the line, there's going to be a gap. 10 years down the line, there's going to be a gap. And the need for that time, we are not going to get. So you have to put in the work now, today, mm-hmm. to make sure that, I mean, I don't know what that gap is going to be. And I don't know whether you're going to be the one to fill that gap, but you just prepare yourself for that opportunity that will rise right. up in the next year or two or five years. And when that, someone can be like, oh, just like Joseph, somebody will be like, I remember this person did this for me. Like Joseph in the Bible, I mean, I remember somebody mm-hmm. did this for me. Okay, can we contact this person? And before you realize, yeah. there you are, blowing up, doing right. something. But your consistency and your step of faith is needed right now. The hard work is needed right now for for tomorrow's breakthrough. Right. Absolutely. Have you faced any challenges since you started Bloom by Edna? I have. There's been plenty. I have to say, though, I am very blessed on many levels. And one of them is I have an incredible family, incredible friends, and an incredible support system. Mm. I mean, I have been spoiled in that department. Like, <laughs> it feels as if God just opened up the floodgates and was like, right. give her the best family, give her the best friends. Right. Like, right. It just, there is not a thing that I would need that there isn't someone in my life that could help me fulfill. Mm-hmm. And so that has taken a lot of the stress and the burden. Like I said, I do my business 95% on my own. Mm-hmm. So I'm blowing up the balloons. I'm driving, I'm doing the marketing. I'm taking the phone calls. I'm processing the payments. I'm ordering the supplies. I do pretty much everything on my own. Mm-hmm. And I also work full time. And mm-hmm. so the struggle of balancing working full time while trying to fulfill familial duties, while trying to still have fun with your friends, while trying to give your customers your very best. Balancing was a very big struggle to, for me. Mm-hmm. And I am still working on that. Mm-hmm. So that's really been one of the biggest challenges is kind of feeling like you're not giving as much in one department because you're trying to make this better because you're yeah. trying to give this your all. Being really exhausted after a weekend <laughs> of events and maybe not calling all the people you were going to call or missing church on some Sundays because mm-hmm. you were just exhausted and run down from the day before and the guilt from that. There's been challenges, but they've yeah. been challenges for the better. Yeah. I definitely learn every single day. Yeah. Every single day, you're learning something new. Every single day, there is something new to learn and there's something good to get out of every mm-hmm. single challenge that mm-hmm. has come up. Yeah. And now looking back, having been through them, <laughs> I can appreciate what the lesson is. Yeah. And I'm taking the time to kind of review and see how I can apply and how I can do that better in my business. 
the challenges will always come. Mm-hmm. The challenges also come because I want to get bigger and I want to grow. Yeah. And that yeah. in and of itself is a challenge. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm really just trying to pace myself and just to be more patient with myself and be kinder with myself. Mm -hmm. And this was something that I started not knowing anything about this business and it has steadily grown. Mm -hmm. So I just have to give myself the grace and give myself the time to learn what I need to learn Mm -hmm. in order to continue to go. But the challenges have definitely been, I mean, just learning about what supplies to use and not use and who to order from and not order from. I mean, one of the biggest things has been like contracts and people asking for discounts and wanting that so that whole thing and i'm african and africans love a discount and so navigating and putting your foot down when it comes to your business this isn't personal right so i put my feelings and i put my heart and my soul into the product that i create Mm -hmm. but i remove that and i'm learning to remove that from the business portion of things yeah right so because i would love to give the big glam instagram look to everybody's party Mm -hmm. right but your budget has to fit. Yeah. But I do make it so that for the most part, I can fit anybody's budget. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something that I had to realize that you pour your heart and your soul into your final product, but Mm -hmm. into the business portion, you have to step away from your feelings a little bit because at the end of the day, you need to be earning in order to continue going. Yeah. And so giving family and friends discounts and your African sister discounts, it may seem like the nice thing to do. It may be something that you want to do, mm-hmm. but in order to continue to grow and to provide the service to as many yeah. people as you can, it isn't something that you are yeah. able to do all the time. And so definitely contracts and negotiating conversations with clients has definitely been. And I'm still about working this, on it. This discount stuff, because I was literally oh just having a conversation with my family and planning an event and in October in Gambia. And it's like, they're like, just pay this person this. You don't really need to pay them. Just give them an honorarium or something. I was like, I don't think that's the way we should be going right now because <laughs> I know I was like, I used to be there at some point because the budget was tight and there wasn't really much to do, but you wanted to make this event a bomb. But let's step away from, let's pay people what is their due. It might not be all the way up there, but let's give them what they're due. And here is a a situation where you are rather telling what price to give somebody that has to come to you. Even they should be charging you telling them what you want to pay them. Exactly. (laughs) You know? Exactly. It's like, just can we just do it and do it right? Just because we are Mm -hmm. trying to support everybody. Because if we all do discounts and not saying that discount is not good, it's good to have discounts. Mm -hmm. But if every single time we have to give discounts to every single thing, then where are we going to make money? How are we going to help another person? How are we going to hire another person to work for us? Because all the money is gone into implementing or investing in something else. And just because it's family, let's help. I mean, family is important. But can we pay people what they're due and at least close to what they're due, even if it's not the full amount, but at least close to it so that they are also making profit out of their business and able to grow. If not, there's going to be a bunch of families around and we are not growing anywhere, not going anywhere. So people want to grow. And that's why a lot of people, you feel like people are putting their foot down on certain things, but it's like, oh, this person is being rude. Oh, this person feels like they're getting there. No, Mm -hmm. it's not. Let's just support people. That's just support people. Yeah. And we're learning, you charge, you're learning to charge your worth. And of course, if you're not overly charging, right, there's right, some people charge right. extravagant amounts, right. but you're learning to charge your worth. And you're also, which I have had to learn to give people a little bit of grace because people often don't realize what it takes yeah. to make the pretty Instagram pictures. Yeah. 
Right. So the hours of balloon blowing, the courses that I pay for to get the training to be able to yeah. do this, the investment and the time, the research that I do, the time that I spend in the software designing and creating a design for you to approve. Mm-hmm. All of that takes time. It takes effort. It takes creativity. Yeah. It's all of my experience. And so you're paying in some part for all of that. So mm-hmm. I give people grace because if, unless you're in the business, you don't know what it takes to put on that production and you don't know yeah. what it takes to create that final product. But at the end of the day, I have to keep that in mind, right? Because I mm-hmm. can't be paying for your party. Right, <laughs> right. I can't be paying for, your, yeah. for you to have your event. But then the, the funny so, thing is they would pay more to another person. If it is another person, they would just be like, okay, this is what they should, okay, I'll pay that. Mm-hmm. But then when it comes to you, it's like, no, just my friend. Oh, this is just yeah. an African person. Yep. Let's just pay them. Yeah, you know? her business is a little smaller. Her page is not yeah. you know, as large. She doesn't have as many people following her. She hasn't done as many big events for right. all these different big name people. And so people want to then kind of diminish your work because what you're telling, what you're asking me to do is discount myself. Right. Right. Because if I give you a discount and then I discount the final product, Mm -hmm. you wouldn't be pleased with that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so it's just, I've had to take my feelings out of it and also understand and accept that I can't, I'm not for everyone. And Mm -hmm. I unfortunately cannot service every single person in every Mm -hmm. single price point. It just unfortunately doesn't work that way. And now with gas prices going up and everything else going up, right? (laughs) A $50 U-Haul ride to come to your house in Lanham is no longer a $50 ride, right? So I my business cannot be incurring the cost for you mm-hmm. putting on your party. Yeah, yeah. As understanding as I want to be, at some point you have to set the boundary and you have to stick to it. And that has been the hardest part for me because I want to be able to give someone, everyone something memorable for their mm-hmm. party. Mm-hmm. And accepting that I cannot do that for every single person has definitely yeah. been a challenge, but I'm coming around to it. <laughs> I'm coming around. I do that as well. So we just have to come to a point where we are just separating that emotions Mm -hmm. from our business and just do business as business and just do the right thing. So it's going to take a lot for you to come to that point. And there are going to be a lot of people that might no longer be friends with you because of that. But Mm -hmm. if you're meant to be my friend, you're supposed to be supporting me, right? So (laughs) yeah, I had the story in mind, but probably get into it another day but <laughs> it was somebody about a friend didn't case their stuff or the friend bought so much stuff but they didn't let people know where they got it from or something something like that but mm-hmm. that's another story for another day but yeah here we go we just need to support each other and communicate if you want somebody to really support mm-hmm. you and tag you on their post if they bought something right, like, i don't know yeah can you just tag me on your post because you bought this from me so that other yeah. people can come to get to know me and come to get some of the stuff. Just be of support exactly. anyway. Sometimes it's not even buying the thing, but like just sharing. Exactly. Resharing. Yep. Sharing, sharing me on. Yeah. Sending st- if someone asks you, someone that does decorations, right. send them my way. Right. You don't have to be the one that's coming to me for it. There's just there's so many, so many ways to support yeah. people and to show your love for people even just reposting something, mm-hmm. right? So like the people that you follow that I may not follow now have exposure to that. Now know that they have a someone, they know someone who has a connect who yeah. can do this or do that and the other. There's just, there's so many ways for us to support and share and show each other love. Yeah. And we just need to extend a little bit more outside of ourselves to be able yeah. to do that. Totally. So what are the lessons you learn? I think, I feel like you've touched on a little bit. Are there any other lessons that you're learning? <laughs> There's so many. <laughs> Book a U-Haul early. Say that because it's past weekend. In the busyness and the hecticness of last week, I was like, oh, there's always a U-Haul available. There wasn't a U-Haul available on Saturday and it was a really big stressor for me on top of everything else that was going on. I definitely be wary of biting off more than you can chew. Mm-hmm. 
it, opportunities will come along and not all money is good money. Yeah. And be, be wary of biting off more than you can chew because at the end of the day, you want to provide a quality product, right? And mm-hmm. so I do most of my business on my own and most of what I make goes back into my business. Mm-hmm. I haven't gotten to the point where yet where I'm able to hire an employee, but we're getting there. But for now, my friends and my family help me and I do pretty much everything on my own yeah. after work hours and on weekends. Mm-hmm. And so learning that there isn't, I won't be able to do everything yeah. and it's okay. Yeah. And it's okay. And it's okay yeah. to tell people that you are unavailable. You don't mm-hmm. have space anymore. It's a challenge to let go of the potential money, right? But at the end of the day, you want to provide a quality product, a quality yeah. service every single time. Yeah. And if you are going to take on something that won't allow you to do that, mm-hmm. then don't. Another opportunity will come along, I promise yes. you. Yeah. When you are in the yeah. time and in the space and you are prepared and you have the resource, another opportunity will come along. So I'm definitely yeah. learning about that. I'm learning about budgeting and finance. Africans, we are not taught any of this. So that's definitely been a really <laughs> big learning from me that everything that you're paid isn't your profit <laughs> everything you're paid isn't your profit there's so many places for it to go and so definitely navigating finances and supply chain and all of that has definitely been a challenge but like I said I'm having fun learning it surprisingly. yeah 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 I'm having fun learning it so there's just I'm trying to think there's just so many things definitely learning to trust myself yeah definitely learning to step out on faith one of the things i did this weekend i had never done before this was the very first weekend that i'd ever made one and i made three of them oh wow and they turned out amazing and the entire time i just kept saying all right i, I don't know what i'm doing but just help me god help me show me where to put this one show me where to place this show me how yeah. to twist it yeah and again you push yourself and you learn in that way and it ended up coming out absolutely beautifully and it worked out great so i'm just really filled with just gratefulness for how far the business has come and where it's taken me and the opportunities that it showed me and the people that I've gotten to meet mm-hmm. along the way in this process. It truly is a very fulfilling feeling to have something that is all your own. You're setting your hours, you're making your schedule, you are dictating when you take a break, when you take yeah. on this task, when you do this. And there is a freedom and it, there's a breath of fresh air that comes with that. Yeah. Even with all the stress and the planning and the preparation and the exhaustion, there is a peace that comes with that. And the mm-hmm. hope is that eventually, I'll be running my business full time and you, you know, know? Have the freedom to kind of do what I need to do <laughs> you know? and, you know, not have to take PTO to go on a vacation. That's and just be able to do it. <laughs> it's the little things, but there is some time and some space and some learning between me now and, and that me there, but yeah. just learning to have more patience and just be a little bit kinder to myself. Yeah, learning to have more patience with yourself because sometimes you just mm-hmm. stress yourself and just be like, I need to get this done by this day mm-hmm. and you're not having enough sleep. You're doing so many things. There's work here and there. And for people that have a job and have a business on the side, it's like, yeah. and then you have a family too. That's like three different jobs or like five different jobs exactly. at the same time. Getting to find that balance, it's really an issue, but trying to rest is also the thing trying to say i mean not trying Mm -hmm. but saying no to certain things like you said earlier not all money is good money so Mm -hmm. make sure that what you're doing and not it's just like some tailors like back home the the african tailors will be Mm -hmm. like (laughs) and there's a christmas is coming and then they take like a hundred times christmas day exactly the outfit is still being sewn Yes, you're rushing. People are trying to come try. They're picking up. It doesn't look right. Yeah. In the short term, it's nice seeing it in your account, but then you actually have to produce the product. And you also recognize too that like when you do that, 
everything that you do speaks volumes about you and your business, yeah. right? So from you being friendly to the cashier when you go to Hobby to buy flowers to how you talk about yourself and how you talk about your business and how you mm-hmm. carry yourself, mm-hmm. all of that goes into that. Mm-hmm. So you may make this beautiful dress and then you're stretched so thin that you yeah. then make not so great dresses for a bunch of right. people and you lose the customers and the word of mouth that would have come yeah. from the few clients if you gave them the, your best and yes, highest quality exactly. work. And when mm-hmm. you are so stressed out, you might have a bad customer service that day. You just treat somebody like trash yeah. and then you, you turn away a customer. So you want to be, right. You want to be. And your this is also supposed to be fun and fulfilling, right? So like, don't be so stressed mm-hmm. and so consumed with making everything perfect and getting it right the first time that you forget why you started. Yeah. This is fun. Like I have yeah. fun with this. I have fun decorating. I have fun yeah. making other people happy through my craft and through my work. Yeah. And I don't want to be so stressed and overwhelmed with the business portion and the financial portion and the marketing and going from one place to the other that I don't take time to enjoy and just step yeah. back. I've overbooked myself and been running around and not even stopped to take pictures or just to admire what I did because I'm off to the next place. Yeah. And it's often those times where it's like, I missed out on the opportunity to just take my time and enjoy what I'm doing Doing, and enjoy working with my hands and seeing what the product of what God has put in me come to fruition. And so just kind of giving yourself the time and the space to also just enjoy what it is that you're doing. Yeah. And just taking each day as it comes and not Mm -hmm. stressing yourself too much, like we said earlier again, but taking your time and doing what you have to do and also again, resting and then stopping to take pictures and stopping to yes, say hi. Exactly. And look <laughs> so, at your pictures later and be like, yes, I did I that. Did that. <laughs> we don't get taught that enough. And yeah. it's something that like, so I, and, and I'll share this with you because I tell anyone who will listen, I see a therapist. So mm-hmm. I started seeing one about two years ago. I was having a very hard time coping with the things that were going on at work. I mm-hmm. lost a lot of patience. It was just a lot going on at the time. Yeah. And so I started talking to her initially to kind of help me through that process. And now it's just become this wonderful relationship. I love her. I've been seeing her for two years. And one of the things that I've really been working with her on is taking a moment to tell myself that I'm proud of myself mm-hmm. and showing recognition mm-hmm. to yourself for mm. all the things that you have accomplished, mm. big or small. Yeah. And there's often times where we'll be having a conversation and then I'll finish talking and then go on to the next thing. And she'll be like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's go back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's tell ourselves how proud we are. Let's recognize that you did this thing, right? You yeah. pushed through this fear. You created something you never created before. You, yeah. all the stressors and all the things were falling apart around you and you fought through and you figured out a way mm-hmm. to put your best foot forward and the client loved what you did. Yeah. Let's take a second and take a deep breath and just be proud of that yeah. before we push through push and go to the, the next thing. Yeah. yeah. And so just taking the time to pat yourself on the back. Yeah. You did good. Yeah. You did Even, good. Yeah. And I was going to say yeah. earlier, like when you talk about challenges, like sometimes I'm faced with challenges and I'm so super stretched and I'm stressed out as well. And I, and like, I feel like, okay, I need to stop. I need to, I can't do this anymore or something like that. But I've learned at first, I'll just be like stressed out and just probably want to do something to myself or just be like being mm-hmm. so much pain and not want to do anything. But right. I see myself recently just going back and just, Patting myself on the back, telling myself, Joyce, you did great. You can do better the next time. See the areas. Like I'm a very reflective person and I always go back Mm -hmm. to think about what I did and right and what I did wrong and try to get things done the right way. But I'm so like recently just going into that 
place of God will provide, God will make a way. Mm -hmm. If it didn't work out well today, tomorrow will be better. You learn from this and you're going to go and do better. So it's not easy getting to that place. And even when you do, it's not even easy speaking it out because it's like, Mm -hmm. why am I saying this? This is not how I feel. But saying it kind of like changes the mindset, kind of like changes your day because then you're not moody that day. You're not stressed out that day. I mean, Mm -hmm. maybe you are stressed out, but your day is, it's calm. It's okay. You know, you're fine. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So one of the questions I do ask on Barry because Prana is, what do you wish you'd known when you were younger? A lot of things. (laughs) (laughs) What would I tell my younger self, right? Mm -hmm. I, something that I've really come to really grow into and sit with is that everything that you need, everything that you want to hear, that you feel you're lacking, whatever the case may be, is inside of you. Mm -hmm. And It is something that I wish I had learned sooner. It is something I wish I knew before. And I'm talking about like telling yourself you're beautiful, telling yourself you're proud of yourself, telling yourself you have the strength to do this. You can push through all of those things. You are able to provide yourself with all of that. Yeah. And if I would have known that earlier, maybe I would be somewhere different. I don't know, but I don't regret anything. I am exactly where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. And I learned that lesson just in time to grow and to be the person that I am now Mm -hmm. and I'm still growing and learning right Mm -hmm. but knowing that it's all in there like knowing that you can encourage yourself that you can pray for yourself that Mm -hmm. you can ask yourself a question and the answer will come to you right it doesn't necessarily always have to come from someone from an outside source from google or whatever it is but a lot Mm -hmm. of what you need is inside of you and we are not taught and we are not encouraged to go looking and so one of the things that I I do. So I had someone ask me the other day what my favorite book was and what book has taught me the most and mm-hmm. those types of questions. Mm-hmm. And I gave her my answer and she kind of looked at me funny. <laughs> so when she asked me, I said my journal. Mm-hmm. I started journaling about a year ago, midway through therapy. I finally was like, okay, I, there's so much in here. I need to get yeah, it out. Yeah. And in the spirit of talking about being a reflective person, mm-hmm. going back and reading what you've written what you wrote six months ago, what you wrote a year ago, even if it was one paragraph and then you fell off and you didn't journal for several months. Mm -hmm. Going back and reading and recognizing what yourself a year ago knew that you're just now coming to the realization of. It is incredible the wealth of knowledge, power, encouragement that is sitting inside of you. And that is one thing that I would encourage people to just take the time to look inside of yourself. I know people talk about being introspective and people talk about meditating and prayer. Mm -hmm. And of course I encourage all of those things, Mm -hmm. but look within yourself, right? Because the way that we get misguided, the way that we are led astray, the way that we lose our way in this world is because we are looking to other people. We're looking for other people. We're comparing, we're looking at examples of other people, right? But you can only be you. Yeah. And you, when people talk about do what works for you, only know what works for you if you've gone looking inside of yourself to figure out what works for you, right? And so a lot of the questions and a lot of the things and the words that you're expecting or wanting from other people, look inside you to get that. Mm -hmm. And what you find is that you are with you all the time, right? (laughs) So if I can figure out how to encourage me, if I can figure out how to, and none of it's easy, right? Like I'm still Mm -hmm. learning, like there are Mm -hmm. times when Mm -hmm. you you still go on spirals, you still, you're in, you have still have anxious moments. Yeah. But For the most part, if you can learn to go inside of yourself, Mm -hmm. and like we talked about earlier with having the word of God ingrained in your heart, Mm -hmm. having it speaking to yourself, we talk about, and now it's like a popular thing, doing affirmation, whatever you want to call it, right? If you can instill all of that within yourself and remind yourself to go inside yourself to find it, Mm 
Mm-hmm. You are with you 100% of the time, yeah. right? So then yeah. you don't need a reminder on your phone. You don't need your husband or your sister or your best friend. They're, it's nice. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. You don't need them to tell you that you're beautiful or yeah. tell you that they're proud of you. You can yeah. do it for yourself. Yeah. And it is that powerful to recognize that you can do that mm-hmm. because there are situations that you are able to find that inner strength to pull yourself through that you wouldn't otherwise be able to do if you were depending on other people. Yeah. And it really is because you can control what you think and you can control what it is yeah. that you tell yourself and yeah. you can and other people are being themselves and doing the best that they can mm-hmm. right and you have no control over other people but you yeah. do have some control over what's going on here and if you can learn to look inside yourself to get what you need the less that you're depending on other people for it the better and better you will feel yeah and so that's the one thing i would tell my younger self is yeah. to trust myself a little bit more the ideas are coming to you for a reason the thoughts are coming to you for a reason and also listening to what makes you feel good because you will do certain things and there'll be something in your body or in your demeanor Mm -hmm. in your head that's like Mm -hmm. I wasn't really great and then there's things that you'll do and you'll be like oh my goodness I did I felt incredible like that felt great that I did that for that person that really inspired me I felt like a breath of fresh air I felt a breeze when I did that when you start to learn to look inside and to look for those things and to see those things, mm-hmm. then you move in that direction a little bit easier and you kind of flow in that direction a little bit easier. And it really does just open up a world of possibilities for you when nothing in your physical environment has changed, when nothing in your situation has changed. changed but yeah. the fact that you can get that in, from inside yourself, mm-hmm. it's just, it's, of mind. Yes. it's mind blowing what you can do for yeah. yourself. Yeah. It really and truly is. Of course, that, that strength and that power comes from whoever you pray to, mm-hmm. whoever you ascribe to, whoever the higher being is that you accredit your life to and you credit mm-hmm. your purpose to, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it. Yeah. It is all there inside you. And I promise you don't need to go looking anywhere else. Right. It is there. And I, yeah. and I wish someone had told me that. But I also probably wouldn't have been able to receive it in the way that I have yeah. received yeah. it in the past several months. Yeah. But yeah, it's really something to remind yourself of. And if you can take that with you, I promise you, there is mm-hmm. very little. There is very little that you cannot get through and that you cannot accomplish or bring to fruition mm-hmm. if you can start to learn to look inside yourself. Yeah, that's so great. Like for me with journaling, I have been journaling since I think 10 years ago. I just slacked recently, but I go back because I've written Mm -hmm. stuff down that I wanted to achieve or wanted to happen in my life. And sometimes I just go back and I'll be crying. I'm just like, Mm -hmm. oh my God, this, I haven't even ticked this up. This has been, this has come to pass. That has come to pass. I just kept taking them off my list because it didn't come at a time that I wanted it to, but eventually Mm -hmm. it came to pass. So writing stuff down and just your hopes and your dreams or whatever you went through that day, how your life has turned out within a mm-hmm. year or what happened last year. Maybe you haven't done another yet and you're like, okay, I need to write this down because when you look yeah, back at any time, yeah, when you look back and you look mm-hmm. at today, it's you realize that that's a story. Let me just write it down. And you never know, mm-hmm. you'll be writing a memoir later and you need all of that. Exactly, right, <laughs> exactly. And you pour yourself into it. It's one of the spaces where people talk about safe spaces. It is truly mm-hmm. a safe space, right? Yeah, yeah. You are the only person who ever lays eyes on this unless you choose to share it with someone. Yeah. So don't worry about typos. Don't worry about your handwriting. Right. Don't worry about proper grammar and structure. Don't worry about any of that. Mm-hmm. Just let it pour out. It doesn't have yeah. to be at night. It doesn't have to be during the day. It doesn't have to be a morning routine. Just put Burn it out, out. Yeah. right? Because when we sit and we let it sit in our minds, you don't realize how much clarity and, you know, how much better you feel just allowing that to come out because mm-hmm. then you make space. Yeah. You make space for growth. You make space for grace. You make space for forgiveness in yourself. Yeah. You also realize too, when you look back that 
over the past three years, I've written about the same thing six or seven times. Maybe, maybe I should look into this. Maybe I should, or that one day that you wrote it down and that you did that one thing that just brought you so much joy and you go back and you read it and you're like, oh my gosh, Mm -hmm. that's, maybe that's what I should be doing. Yeah. Maybe that's the problem. And then you inspire yourself in that Mm -hmm. way. Mm-hmm. And there's uh-uh. something to learn from any every part of your journey and every age and every level of maturity that you are mm-hmm. in and you yeah. get to see that over a span of time if you start to allow yourself to put that on paper yeah if you don't have time writing one of the things that i do is record it on my what's mm. it called the recording on the phone so i just go and just record mm. because sometimes people will be like i don't have time to write it takes time and definitely some of them does take time to mm. especially if you haven't written it down in a long time it's definitely going to take time so yeah. what i normally do is just go on my phone and just record how i felt about this or even if it's affirmations for myself and i give it a title mm-hmm. I just go back on there and listen to what I've recorded, voice recording. Yeah. So that's it's another way what you teach yourself. Right. I don't that, And I've never really talked about this with anyone. So I guess I'll share it here. I I'm sure plenty of people have thought I'm crazy. I talk to myself. Oh, I do too. <laughs> if you don't have time to journal or you don't have time to visualize or do any of the things, the 15 minute drive home from work, I can't tell you how many ideas and how many problems have been solved doing that drive. And I don't talk in my head. I talk out loud. Yeah. And what you find is that when you pose your problem and you speak out loud and you start to really hear the things <laughs> that you're saying, you start mm-hmm. to really digest the things that you're yeah. saying. Half the time you're like, yeah, I don't really believe that. Yeah. Or did anyone really ever say that to me? <laughs> just in the process of talk and like have a full blown conversation right. with yourself. Yeah. Be like, look, okay. So this person booked you for this job. I know you're nervous how do we prepare? Like, how do we prepare differently this time? What is it that's making you nervous? Okay. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't think that I'll be able to get this in time. Okay. Well, let's think about it. Yeah. Can you get it from Michael's? Can you get it from the craft store? Yeah. Is it something that you've seen someone in Baltimore on a Facebook group post that you can go get from them? And as mm-hmm. you start to talk, the ideas start to pour out and the clarity starts to pour out and you will find eventually, typically by the end of my drive, I have not only found my answer, but sometimes it's just the inspiration yeah. or you've just, talked yourself down yeah because you don't recognize that as it's all bouncing in your head and you yeah. don't let it out yeah it sits in there yeah and so talking out loud to yourself is yeah i think one of the best things that i've ever done for yeah. myself and i do not care if i look crazy because right. I have oh, no, like I do the reach heights of clarity that i wouldn't have been able to reach otherwise right. the way i do mine is bang up for airpods or earpieces i just put my earpiece in my mm. ears and if i'm walking around the street you think I'm talking to somebody on the phone? No, I'm talking to myself. Right. No, I'm talking to myself. <laughs> and I'm not ashamed. Right. I am not ashamed. And it just goes to show there is a million and one ways to do things. So mm-hmm. if journaling for you isn't the thing. If writing, I know my hands cramp up. I tie balloons and then I have to wear a brace. So like right, physically writing in my journal for me isn't mm-hmm. the easiest thing for me. And it yeah. actually discouraged me from journaling. Mm-hmm. So I will type onto an online journal that I have. But a lot of the times I just, even when I'm not journaling, I just talk to myself. So, yeah. <laughs> in that, I promise you. Yeah, that's there great. Is, there is power in that. There is, and that's great nugget to everyone out there. Like, if you're not journaling, writing down stuff, start writing down stuff, you know, or speak it, speak it mm-hmm. to yourself. You will get a lot of clarity. You will get a lot of answers. Yeah. You will solve your own problem along the way. <laughs> um, exactly. And it's rarely, and there's one of those moments where like, that's one of the times if you're driving alone, you never find peace and quiet like that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like it's one of those spaces where you really can just 
be yourself and there's no one around to judge and there's no one seeing and there's no one contributing their opinion. You can just be by yourself. By yourself. Yes. And enjoy yes. that time. Yes. Talk to yourself. <laughs> One last question. What advice have you got for anyone out there who feels like this fate of a fear thing? What's what's fate of a fear? Like I can't break barriers. I can't do this. I'm not even going to try. Mm-hmm. What advice have you got for them? Take a second with that one. I would say that the fact that you have already had the idea is already a step in that direction. Mm-hmm. And you have to start to recognize that you may not necessarily know how you're going to do it or mm-hmm. how it's going to work out or mm-hmm. who it's going to impact or who it's going to touch. Right. But none of that matters. The fact that the idea, the thought it came to you, mm-hmm. it means something. Yeah. Now, whether or not that means you make it into a billion dollar organization and you touch a bunch of people or you write one Instagram post, you get it off your chest and it helps one person and that's it. Try not to worry about the details of things because those will unfold as you go you don't have the supply that you need so you go searching and eventually you either find a fix for it or you find what you're looking for right Mm. so i know people say all the time just get started but just get started right and that might look like i get a piece of paper and i write down that this is the idea and this is kind of what i want it to look like yeah and then you walk away and you go on to live your life yeah if you just start you're either going to do it or you're not going to do it. Right. And if you don't do it, you're just going to do something else. But if you just start, you give yourself the opportunity to see what else is out there. Mm -hmm. You give yourself the opportunity to really explore something that came on your mind, on your heart. And you never have to live with the regret or with the thought that this thing came to me and I never gave it a chance and I never even let it get off the ground. Mm -hmm. Right. And accept that you cannot control the timeline. You can't control who's going to come, who's going to see it, how quickly the money is going to come in. Mm -hmm. But you don't have to worry about any of that. Yeah. As you get started and refine as you go. And and the other thing too, that like I said, I've been blessed with amazing people in my life. And there are people in your life (laughs) that I promise you, for the most part, for most of us, there are people in your life who can help you, who can help you with the... It doesn't matter with like the financial piece, with the helping you find discounted things for your business, Mm -hmm. with the helping you with how to market on Instagram and on Facebook and things like that. Reach out to the people in your circle and in your network. I think a lot of the times we think you have to get like a big name mentor and pay them a ton of money. And if you can do that from the beginning, great, good for you. But we all have something to contribute. And I think if you start to look around in your circle of people and you don't necessarily have to tell everyone what you're doing, but you will find that a lot of the help and a lot of the things that you're struggling with, there's often one or two people that you already know that can kind of help you along your way. Or you'll find that you mention it and somebody's like, oh my gosh, I've been waiting for you to come to that conclusion. Mm-hmm. Like, how mm-hmm. did you not know that you were yeah. amazing at that? Like, <laughs> I tell you that all the time. Right, right. I tell you that all the time. And also, I would also tell people to kind of, and not in a vain way, but listen to the things that you're complimented for. Yeah. Listen to the things that you're highlighted for. Yeah. If you are someone who is a really great listener and people compliment you on, on that all the time, how can you take that into doing something else, right? Right. And, and that's the same thing. If somebody tells you you're a great speaker, you have a great speaking voice. <laughs> Funny story. So people have told me all the time that they love my voice. I never thought anything of it. I thought my voice was annoying. <laughs> so people talk about it all the time. So people are like, yeah, we just like your voice. We like the tone. We like this. We like that. And it was something that I just never paid attention to. Mm-hmm. And then one of my friends worked out and she was working for an up and coming company and they were looking to record commercials to mm-hmm. advertise their company. And she mm-hmm. asked me to do that. Mm-hmm. And I did the voice recording for this commercial and this company ended up loving it and mm-hmm. kept coming back for me to keep doing the commercials for them. So the first <laughs> several 
segments of their commercials and their advertisements, it is my voice. Now, I never woke up one morning thinking, I'm going to do voiceovers. <laughs> I'm going to do commercials, right? It just falls into your lap. And so I think that oftentimes we're looking for our purpose. We're looking for the reason that we're here and we're missing the fact that there's so much already that's given, mm-hmm. that's being shown to us. Yeah. And we're just not taking the time to step back and really look at what that might be. Yeah. I really would just encourage people to just kind of sit back and really reflect on what it is that you want. And everybody wants money. Everybody wants a, a nice house. Everybody wants a bigger <laughs> car, right? But overall, the overarching theme in a lot of our lives is we want security. Yeah. We want to be loved. We want to feel like we're contributing. We want yeah. to feel like us being here has made someone else happy, has, has grown this, has produced something, right? Mm-hmm. And what is the way that you can do within your means and with what you've been given and with what you can see in yourself? How can you do something to fulfill mm-hmm. that? And then the money and the praise or the fame or whatever it is that you're looking for mm-hmm. typically will come along with that. But mm-hmm. just give yourself a chance. Yeah. Give yourself a chance. We, we look for other people to give us a chance, but you can also give yourself a chance. give yourself a chance the boost that you need the motivation that you need you can find it within yourself and just give yourself the chance to solve your own problem <laughs> yeah yeah you oftentimes are able to do that so that would just be my biggest advice give yourself a chance and whatever it is that you think no matter how small no matter how much you think it won't make an impact no matter how much you can't see the bigger picture of it just try because you truly never know yeah yeah I love that. And I was in between choosing the title for this episode of the podcast. And I was like, I was like, I like that. Yeah, it truly is. There's power in it. Yeah. You give yourself a chance and to be of service to other people. So in fact, mm-hmm. it, it actually first starts with you and believing in yourself and trusting that you can do this. Having that idea, it starts with you. So give yourself a chance, prove yourself that you can do this. You can, and then take that step of faith. Thank you so much, Edna, for being on here. Thank you for having me. This was fun. It was, it was. We had a wonderful conversation. This is amazing. A lot of nuggets, a lot, a lot, a lot of nuggets on here. And I really do appreciate you for just coming in, just stepping out on faith and doing the thing that you do right now, balancing work and doing what you're doing with Blooms by Edna. Like, it's amazing. I'm praying that it will grow into become something bigger and you do more voiceovers (laughs) as well. Just all the things that we love to Every do. No, it's thing it's that been, has to come to you. Yeah. We pray that it's a big, enjoyable life, and there really is a lot of good and a lot of happiness to be had. And even yeah. in all the tragedy and the struggle and the stress, mm-hmm. you can always find good. And yeah. so, just give yourself a chance to explore that. If you're going to be here anyway, why be miserable, right? Right, <laughs> so. right. <laughs> give yourself so, a chance. Yeah. Thank you so mm-hmm. much. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. It was lovely talking to you. It was lovely talking to you too. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Barrier Breakers Corner podcast. If you liked what you heard, please give us a five-star review and subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, share with those you think can benefit from this information. Please email all questions, suggestions, and compliments to the BB Corner Podcast at gmail.com. The Barrier Breakers Corner Podcast is produced by the Podcast Laundry Production Company and executive produced by Joyce Donkor. The podcast music was written by Chidi Omenihu and produced by Andy Official in Begandia, West Africa. Cause they can hold-